0: Mama love, bitches kissy kissing and nuff in the back, got the bigger back to the rash. Who's inverted? Up like murder, rape, up, pretty bitch. I don't know if I'll make it to Peligas. Standing on top of the world, I'm be like seven eight. I wonder where my soul gon' go into the devil's six. I might got eight different babies. Yeah,
1: here we go again, boy King No Uncensored, and we back for new music Fridays, and I'm excited, this is a good Friday, and I caught some joints uh, that I missed last week, you know what I'm saying, I missed some albums last week, I wasn't sure about them, but this week, I was, I was feeling good. I was in a good mood. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to just listen to every motherfucking thing. So, we got seven drops. But first, I mean, there's nothing really to report uh, sports-wise. I don't feel like going into last night's games, even though I did watch them. But check this out, right? Um, We're we just keeping it strictly music today. It's the new Music Fridays, nigga so we got some new scissor today it's called shirt shardy in the video hip rolling and shit twerking it on lakeith stanfield lakeith very lucky man sir very lucky man sir pretty dope track but put get top on the phone put scissor out right now like what is you wait what are you waiting for Put that goddamn scissor out, big dog. We waiting. Well, put somebody the fuck out other than Dolce. No disrespect, baby. I, I like Dolce. Uh, Dolce's okay. She's different, and I like her. She she is uh, Azalea Banks' real potential and shit, but come on. Put out some Ab Soul. Put out some J-Rock, some Schoolboy Q, but especially put out your biggest star since Kendrick's gone. Kendrick can't be the only 2022 release. Come on, y'all. Y'all slipping. Griselda and overtook y'all. I'm saying, though, Busta Rhymes also put out a new song with Conway the Machine and Big Daddy Kane, and I'm like, yeah, this is giving BET Cypher vibes. It's pretty dope, man. I fuck with it. Real rap, real hip-hop. Kane kind of slid on that. But I don't know who had the better verse between Busta and Conway. I'm still trying to decide. Rihanna dropped a new song off the uh, Wakanda Forever soundtrack. Supposed to be a tribute and Tim's helped Rihanna write the song. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, but we're going to get right to it. It's seven albums I have that I have to review for y'all. So get your popcorn, get your blunt, get your bitch, get your reefer, get your edible, get your fucking alcoholic drink. And we're going to slide right into this shit. Now, um, Artist Friday, you know, the guy. You know what I mean? He dropped an EP today called Lost in Melody. And I was surprised. It's pretty good. I'm not gonna hold y'all. It's a Givion that yeah, it's a Givion that I can uh, tolerate, cause this music is really good, but it's kind of depressing in a sense. We gonna get we gonna get into lost in melody, bro. All right, all right, all right. So, y'all just not gonna have the track list available? Alright. Let's get into Blessings. Blessings sounds like a funeral. Not gonna lie to you. It sounds like a funeral. It's sad. Still a great song, though. It's content. Um, empty Stomach, man, Ooh. I felt that song, even though I never went through that, but uh, the way that he depicts and sings this song, and the lyrics just hit harder, especially I think in the intro, Friday, one of Friday Homeboys is um, talking about how fucked up they were, and uh he's and friday's detailing the story of him being in the vip at clubs trying to get people to hear his music and they're telling him to run along and he like no i don't want to run along i'm hungry that 20 he spent to get into the club and the, tw- and the five ten dollars he spent on the drink was the only thing he had left and all he's trying to do is get his demo to people God sent another sad funeral song. Don't give up on me. Oh yeah, that God sent also features Mori. That was a good song. Give up, don't give up on me. I get the nature of the song. Know the truth. I can't tell between okay. Know the truth is solid. But come through. That's a hit. That's a hit record. Like, that's that's the song that's different on the album. And I like that. Mama, another sad love song. I get where he's coming from. All in all, nice, decent debut project from, from Friday. I'm looking forward to hearing more music from the guy because he's got a passion for this game. Could be Rookie, rookie of the Year candidate next year. He continues. The thing is, I can't tell what kind of artist he is. Is he RB? Is he a rap artist? What is he? But but I think that um I would, you know, this project, you gotta be in a certain mood to listen to some of the songs, but that motherfucker come through, that's gonna get a lot of play in this ride. Let's talk about Memphis Massacre 3 by Art Memphis artist Duke Deuce. Now Duke Deuce is, is a, one of the doper artists on quality control. Um, Duke Deuce has been consistent. I like his style. He's different for this era because he's still, you know, he's doing, he's still doing crunk music in 2022. And I'm not mad about that. All do your thing, young boy. Let's go through this shit. All right, Ducifer featuring Memphis Opera. Uh, that shit's okay. Decent opener. Mr. Memphis Massacre. Definitely gonna get some play in my ride. And, uh, I guess that's another word for beef or plex or... You want an issue, you want a problem You know, it's just that type of song It's very catchy What You Rep with DJ Paul Definitely one of the favorites that I got on here Buck The System, same thing I like that one, another up-tempo joint Guap Guap featuring Gloss Up That's a decent song It's not the best But I get it You know, I think that's a, a A Side B Ratchet song Riverside featuring Glockiana. I guess Glockiana's on here by herself rapping. I've heard of the name, but I never heard her rap till now. She's halfway decent. Respect featuring Lil Thad, Double G, and Glockiana. I cannot tell between Lil Thad and Double G, so... You know, but the track is solid. Black Ops featuring Big Moochie Great. I think that shit trash. I'ma just be honest. Uh, All That... Skip. Not a big fan of it. BHZ 2.0. Despite it being very catchy, I wasn't a fan of the verses. But we're on to my favorite track, What's My Name. Raw. That's a hit. That's a motherfucking hit record. That's a big, that's a hit hit. Yeah, that's one that's definitely getting a lot of play. A lot of play, I tell you. A lot. How much play? A lot, nigga. Nobody Needs Nobody. It's a a different track, different sound. And it's probably the most different sounding track on this Memphis Massacre 3. Overall, this isn't the best work of Duke Deuce. That would happen to be his last project that he also released this year, which is an album. This Memphis Massacre 3 is just a mixtape. And by the quality, you can just tell that he wasn't taking this shit really that serious. He was just going into the studio and having fun with his homies. Despite it being kind of average, I did enjoy over half of the songs. So it's not that bad. Girls Night Out. Yeah man, I was reluctant to check out this baby face, But then I realized Ronald Isley and them Put they foot They put they fucking foot In that fucking album And I'm like, the old heads is outside The old heads is outside winning You know what I'm saying? The old heads is winning So we gonna get into it. I mean, this is basically a duets album where Babyface kinda plays the background role while the the female uh, singers get it in. Much respect to Babyface for recognizing, you know, the current R&B artist. Yeah, Puffy, that's another one. One, man that all right old heads let's go to the intro where it's basically I like how they set this shit up not gonna lie to y'all I like how they set this shit up like they was going to a party like Angie Martinez and Lala are on the intro to this album and shit whatever excuse me if y'all heard that burp I'm sorry but not sorry but um the opening track liquor with Ari Linux. Ari and Babyface do they motherfucking dang on there, boy. They go crazy. They tear that shit up. Seamless with Kaylani. It's pretty cool. Pretty good track. Keeps on falling with LMA. I love this shit. Babyface and LMA got him one. That's for sure. That's a hit. That's a hit record. It's kind of got a pop appeal to it a little bit. Game over with Queen Najee. This actually surprised me because. Like I told you before, I'm not really into Queen Najee like that. Not really a fan of her music. But this song right here, I gotta give Shorty credit where credit is due. She held it down. Simple with Coco Jones. Coco Jones and Babyface pretty much go back and forth. It's not the greatest song in the world, but I'd listen to it if it came on. Y'all get where I'm coming from. Y'all music heads know. Say less with Tiana Major 9 uh never heard of the girl but i've seen the name this track is just okay not really the biggest fan of it whatever with tink fire that's crazy how um yeah man that's a dope track don't even think about it with baby take solid solid song the recipe with mooney long fire I think this is the one where Babyface samples his goddamn self. He samples uh, as soon as I get home. And um, Mooney Long holds it down. Um, one Good Thing featuring Ama Rey. This is good. G-Wagon with Takei Myza. Oh man, I probably fucked that lady's name all the way up. And Seven Streeter. Seven Streeter had a cold verse on here. And Girls' Night Out featuring dochi This is like the skating rink, up-tempo, 90s song. Babyface pretty much plays the background while Dochi just commands the verses. All in all, Girls' Night Out, this is a dope album. And, you know, it's not that many... I mean, it's not enough duets. I'm going to say it's duets out there, but it's not enough. And Babyface just gave us, like... Um, 12 of those motherfuckers. So, props to babyface and babyface hasn't aged. He hasn't lost his voice. Like this nigga has not slowed down a little a bit. The old heads is outside, y'all. The old heads is outside. We floating through this bitch, y'all. I ain't think it would be this quick, but whatever. Let's move on to West Side Gun, Hitler West, Herman's 10. Now, I wasn't impressed. I did call West Side Gun's last project, Peace Fly Guy, the weakest album in the Griselda catalog. So, I don't want to hear y'all niggas talking about, oh man, you know, it's Griselda. He gonna give it a good rating, it's Griselda. That's what y'all sound like. Oh my God. But anyway... Um, let's get it on. So, intro featuring Bro A.A. Rashid, produced by Riza. It's just Bro A.A. Rashid doing everything he does on these Griselda intros and whatnot. Fly Guy Jr., Ayo, featuring Dope Boy and DJ Drama. Ayo. Yo, this is a different look for Wes. As, you know west gets on one of y'all little trap beats one of your little trap beats y'all he go he him and doughboy do pretty good on here i was impressed and i'm pretty sure you know a lot of y'all young niggas might be like oh yeah you know that's probably the only song i like on here all he got is them older oldest ass beats and shit on there blah, 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 blah. Get you some new hip-hop about yourself, youngster. But yeah, Super Kick Party. Wesson Conductor at it again. Conductor, we have a problem. Conductor. Yes, sir. Traditional boom bap. Original rap. Let's go. We love it. Super Kick Party and shit. Shootouts in Soho featuring ASAP, Rocky, and Stove God Cooks. Oh my God. And fucking credible, B. And fucking credible, B. You got Stole God and ASAP Rocky on the same song. Shit, look at Rihanna letting ASAP get back out here. Shout out to ASAP. All right, we got Peppas featuring Blackstar. Oh my god! Talib, Mos, and fucking West pop the fuck off. This beat is incredible by Conductor Williams. It just gives the essence of real hip hop, that 2000s, early 2000s rap. You know what I'm saying? It's a classic, man. It's a classic beat. And West kills it. West catches a body on here. Yeah, West kills it, bro. Nigo Lewis featuring Westside Pootie. Ha (laughs) ha. Shout out to Westside Gun's daughter, man. She is fucking hilarious, bro. She had me on the goddamn floor. Westside Pootie is hilarious. I forgot, like, what she said, but what she said had me on the fucking floor, bro. Had me crying. And she gonna get paid for this shit, because her name's on it. On the writing credits. That's dope, man shout out to Wes Nigel Lewis I didn't necessarily care for it though outside of that intro by his daughter didn't care too much for it BDP featuring Rome Streets and Stove God. oh fuck ah oh, fuck Is all I have to really say about that conductor is still con- conducive <laughs> science class Oh, my God, bro. I'm going to tell it to you like this. It's one of the top five hip-hop songs released in 2022. I'm not going to lie. Definitely one of my top five favorites. It's definitely one of my five favorite songs of shit. Oh. But my God. Let me tell you something about science class, nigga. This is fucking crazy. You got West Side Gun, Buster Rhymes, Ghost Space Killer, Raekwon, and Stove God cooked on the same motherfucking song at the same motherfucking time. Swiss Beats on the beat. The fucking sample is crazy, bruh definitely one of the best hip-hop songs this year, hands down. It's in my top five, for sure, for sure. It's no dick sucking, bro. I'm telling you the fucking truth. God is love with Estee Knack. You know how I feel about Estee Nack. I'm not a big fan of him, by no means. I don't like it. I don't like him, at all. And he didn't do no better than he always does on this one. So, even though Stove God saved it from being a complete shit show, it's definitely the weakest song on here. No doubt in my mind. Switches on everything. Yo. Yo. Yo, why Stove God? Stove God killed it, but Killer Mike had the best verse on this song. It features uh, Run the Jewels and Stove God cooks. Yo, why fucking... Killer Mike bodied this shit. That's a verse of the year candidate for next year, for sure. Bro. Dope track. Stove and West went back and forth. Fire. Then Mac Don't Stop, produced by Pete Rock. Oh, my God. First he did it with Primo. Now West does it with Pete Rock. Dope song. Pretty good. Good album filler. Great album filler at that. Um... My thing is, bro, this last song, Red Death, man, why this nigga got two posse cuts of the year on this album? Like, this is crazy, Wes, you wildin'. You got Red Death, right? You got Benny, who snapped, Armani, who snapped, Conway, who snapped, Jay Worthy, who did a pretty good job, Rome Streets, Stove God Cooks. This Robbie Takich. I think I know who that was. Because I know who Jay Worthy is. But. Red Death, Dope record. All in all man. West Side Gun got a classic mixtape on his hands right here. This is a mixtape y'all. So don't expect this in the album of the year categories. You're welcome. Because this would have been. If this wasn't Hitler Wears Hermes because i because um i only put like one of the hitler wears Hermes in the albums and the other one in mixtape so it could be fair a lot of y'all think i'm just this griselda bias nigga who unlawfully just picks them because i like them but no no they put out you know i have said that peace fly god is the worst album in the griselda catalog i also said i was disappointed by the plugs I meant to. The only person that really hasn't disappointed me was Conway. Armani Caesar, the Liz one was dope. Liz two is, is fire. The project, that Boldy rele- the project that Boldy released with Griselda is solid. I didn't care for the Versace tape like that by Bodie James. So, y'all can stop with that narrative that I'm Brazil to buy. Y'all can kill that noise. But, Hitler Wears Hermes 10, you, ha- you a real hater if you don't think this album is good, bro. Or this project is good. This mixtape is good. Because he de- all the Hitler Wears Hermes's are, are crazy. Well, at least the ones I've heard. I think I started at... Six? I think that's when I got into them. Because I'm not... Really, I I really wasn't fucking with Griselda when the Hitler Wears Hermes series came out. I haven't heard the previous four. I mean the previous five. I got in at six. But I love Hitler Wears Hermes 10, man. This is incredible. Let's move on to the next project. Smino! The homie Smino, Smino! I ain't heard him in a minute since She Already Decided. And I like She Already Decided by Smino. He drops a new album called Love For Rent. And
0: 2018
1: Smino is back. On the set, on the motherfucking set. Old Spino is back. Because, you know, his previous albums have not necessarily matched the potency of his debut album, which was called Black Swan. Oh, my bad, late 2017. I stand corrected. New York, which was disappointing to some fans. New York was was fire to me. Then he dropped the mixtape she already decided in 2020, which is hot fire. Let's get into Love for Rent by Smino, y'all. Uh, From the source, I don't necessarily count this as a song, but it's just Smino singing unintelligibly, I guess. No L's, good start off. Good start off. This is a banger. I fuck with it. Gives that old Smino sound. 90 proof with J. Cole, this is pretty different. Really soulful. And of course, you know J. Cole kills it bodies it pro feet freak featuring Dochi and fat man school fire especially the second half the second half of the track you're gonna be bouncing like the south in 1998 on this one old ass kendrick <laughs> even though the track has nothing to do with old ass kendrick i'm guessing that he was channeling the vibe of the record that's the only thing i could really come up with the quarry but um okay dahi dahi back in the fold nice you know spino main producer is monte booker monte booker beats are hard he an underrated producer Luforia featuring uh cruza fire love Luforia, bro fire bouncy soulful got uh, Blue Billy. Again, another soulful, bouncy track. Dope lyrics. Matinee. This is one of my favorites. This shit got that bounce. Cal Banks definitely laced this track. Mood in a Minute. Uh, This is okay. Wasn't a big fan. It featured Lucky Day and Felix. I guess that's how you pronounce that name. Defibrillator. Um, this is Fire. I fuck with it. This was the one that sampled Jagged Edge. I like that. He's not the only person that sampled Jagged Edge today. And then the irony, like, Jagged Edge was actually, like, on one of the albums I listened to today. I'm trying to remember which one it was though. But anyway, let's get back to it. Um I know I heard a fucking Jagged Edge uh feature today. Huh. I gotta find it, y'all. You know, don't you hate when you know something about something? But it slips your mind. I be hating that. That shit on the intro. I'll tell you right now, I hate little Uzi Bird, but that nigga killed that verse. He bodied Smino on this record. This record here was a banger. It's a hit record, y'all. It's a hit record. Hit, 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 hit record. Curtains. Different. This was this was better off as the closer for this album. Um, Lee and Lovey, pretty good closer, but I think Curtains was a better closer than Lee and Lovey. Overall, Love for Rent. I love this album. It's a vibe. It's soulful. It's catchy. It's different. Smino's definitely a seed of Andre 3000 for sure. He doesn't have the lyrical ability of him but his many, very various flows, the singy songy elements, the soulful remedies. Make this album a dope album. Is it a classic? No. Is it his second best project? Yes. Safe to say that Smino's gonna be around for a while. Last album of the day, Sayari the Kid, the shadow in the shade, too. Now, I was late to the Sayari the Kid, uh, I was late to the uh, Sayari the Kid uh party because I remember him as an RB artist. I ain't know this beat had a hook, damn. Best out, that's one of my favorite instrumentals. Sad face, but um. Let me tell you something, man. I was late because I had remembered that Birdman had him for a minute. I think Birdman had him for a second. And then all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Damn, I forgot about Division, y'all. That's what I forgot. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about Division, too, after Sayari the Kid since I'm already there. That's who had the song with Jagged edge. The Vision had to go on Genius for a minute. That shit was going to bother me forever if I forgot. But um, let's get the Sayori the Kid, The Shadow in the Shade 2, because this is a sequel to, obviously, his album that he released earlier this year, The Shadow in the Shade 1, which is incredible. I did a review on it. You're going to have to dig in the crates to find that episode where I did the uh, shadow in the shade one. But, you know, he's an R&B artist and he decided to pick up the pen and rap. And he's better at rapping than R&B. This is what you want Drake to do. This is what we've wanted Drake to always do. You know, instead of doing like half R&B, half rap do an all rap album where you just snap it on every song this is what Drake's potential really looks like as a rapper ladies and gentlemen on the shadow in the shade too and we're gonna get into it what a great transition I tell you iPod you're a genius You're a motherfucking genius, genius, man. Without further ado, I give you the shadow in the shade, too. Autobiography featuring Bigger Rankin. Wow, Sayari the kid starts off swinging, swinging, and we ain't talking about t ball swinging, we talking about major leagues as he details his life story. And the situation with his family. Crazy. Then we got True Facts. Every eight bars, it's a fact. As he builds up to every fact. Genius craft work here. Yard Sale. Another track where he just comes out swinging and stabbing for the gut. Right, right. My goodness, man, Sayori the Kid. Yo, this is coming out tougher than the first Uh, Shadow in the Shade. Struggling to struggle. I'm not going to lie, Freeway kind of did Sayori the Kid up on this track. I'm not going to hold you. Freeway was spitting some real shit. The Pride Before the Fall. Although I like the concept of this song... The lyrics could have been a little bit stronger. Vantage Point, that was okay. But Rico, though. Racketeering, Influenced, and Corrupt Organizations. Let me tell you something. Sire, the Kid probably got some of the be- the most unique uh, track list names. I wish I could be that creative. But that song, five out of five, great record great record to be continued pretty much a solid sequel to that a consultation with mickey facts that's not my favorite song might be the weakest song on here not gonna hold you despite mickey and sayari um rapping good it's just not one of my favorites side 95 the interludes just an interlude just skip over that the rules of engagement dope chicken flavor and ramen new oh the- oh rules of engagement oh shit i think that's the song with one of the best bars in here bro oh my god you just got to listen to it to find out what it is it's one of the best bars i've heard in a long time bro i'll just let you hear it for yourself rules of engagement definitely my favorite song on here Chicken flavor ramen noodles, yet again, Sayari, body and shit, Final Fantasy 7, body and shit, bad news first was okay, somewhere on Norfolk Street with Trouble, with the late Trouble, just has Trouble on the hook, being sampled, dope, dope how he incorporated Trouble, Jagged Edge, the track Jagged Edge. Yo, this, is, this has been a Jagged Edge type of week. You know, first we got a uh, baby, I, I, I think uh, it was a Jagged Edge sample on Smino's album. Sayari the Kid uses the same sample to, ooh, he can't love you sample, right? Then we got, um, yeah, Jagged Edge was fire. A word from Pop Center Lou... Sayori the kids pop spitting some real game. Just gotta listen to it. It's kinda like one of them DMX prayers without the energy. Ain't been in church in a while. I, that's probably the weakest song to me. Spar with an open verse, bro. So he, Sayori raps two verses and leaves a verse open for y'all niggas to spit to. To spar, to test your rap skills. A president short of a nomination. Hard. Dosa Vidania. Dosa Vidiana. I'm just going to say. I know I fucked that that pronunciation up. Fuck. It. But that's a great closer. All in all. Shadow in the Shade 2 is way better than Shadow in the Shade 1. And Shadow in the Shade 1 had bomb-ass features. And that's what got me into listening to the album was the features. But the momentum of that project going into this project, it showed the improvement. He was originally supposed to be in the Most Improved rapper last year. But he got overtaken. Uh, so this year, I will try my damnedest to improve... To, to, to put Sayari the Kid in Most Improved and keep him there. This time. I don't care if he's a sixth motherfucking seed. Y'all can quote me on that. Please save this recording. Yes, because The Shadow and the Shade too. You heard him spit on bars on i 95 so shout out to Sayarty Kid. Last but not least, Division, baby. This is a good day for hip-hop and R&B. And Division killed. Working on my karma. I fuck with Division, B. Get i love this album by division working on my karma and it's a bunch of tracks on here that's related to the concept and i can respect niggas that stick to the concept of an album last time featuring blue okay jermaine Mm dupree manual seal 1985 producing the same song that's what's up Shit's a banger, I tell you. Banger, banger, hit record, hit record, hit record. Slaps like Ike. Bring it. Yo, who was, who was the female singing the vocals on Bring It? Because Jermaine Dupri, Brian Michael Cox in 1985 doing a thing on this. Fire. I love Bring It. It's just basically, you know division talking, you know, they talking about wanting sex and the girl said, you better bring it tonight. If I get caught, (laughs) wait, 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 wait. So you mean to tell me, don't tell me Jermaine and and Brian Michael Cox did this whole thing. Don't tell me that because that's three in a row and 1985. Don't tell me this three in a row B and Jermaine didn't say, uh, y'all know what this is on it. Wow, I wouldn't. I never would have guessed. So basically, they mix in a sample of Song Cry saying, I was just fucking them girls, I was going to get right back. If I get caught, funny, funny-ass song, man. Hilarious, I love it. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. The irony that you follow up with a song called Stay Faithful. Oh, it's another one of those, I'm never going to cheat again, baby, even though you're going to cheat again type of records. Hilarious. What's up featuring Jagged Edge. Still Jermaine Dupri. Still. Still. What's up with Jagged Edge? Jagged Edge just in the background. I think they should do a video for this. Don't take your love. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Hating. Even though... This is the weaker of the the first six. Peyton is still a dope record. Still a banger. Policy, that shit was cool. Take it slow, though. Wow. So, Jermaine Dupri produced the first six and Policy. 1985 produced the first seven tracks. Well, I think they produced on all of these songs. Yup, 1985 produced the whole goddamn album damn near. Yo, it's good to know. Take it slow, wow. This is a good flip on uh, Ordinary People. Great flip. Daniel's Interlude. Although this, this is a sad song, It has a very sexual vibe for some reason. I don't know, maybe it's just the beat. Tired. This is a cater to your woman type song. A cater to your girl type record. It's like, I know you exhausted, I know you tired, baby. Let me come take care of you. Let me run you a bath, you know what I'm saying? Let me feed you. Let me give give you the rose petals, the edible arrangements buy you them shoes you was looking at type shit last track get even man incredible way to close this out this is going to contend hopefully it can stick with the best r&b albums next year working on my karma is a very good project i definitely enjoyed it from start to finish it may be one skip if that division is consistent. They're a dope ass R&B group. Definitely fire. All right, that's my motherfucking show for the day. I'm pretty excited. I'm in a really good mood. This is New Music
0: Fridays for the week of October 28th. And I'm out this bitch.